Hi, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the Section 113 podcast. Travis Demers here with you. And if you're joining us for the first time, well, why do we call it Section 113? Well, it's because for home games, our radio broadcast position is in Section 113. So here we are. Happy to have you with us as the Blazers get set to take on the Brooklyn Nets on Thursday night. Another win. It was a tough one over San Antonio. And considering the players that were out for San Antonio, the fact that they had lost six of their last seven, um, yeah, it, it, we didn't expect it to be as tight down the stretch as, as we did, but it was. And sometimes that happens. You hear all the cliches about, well, it's a long road trip. The first game back is like another road game. Uh, Chauncey Billups talked about that. He said it's all mental, and, and it is. But you know, early in that game, San Antonio didn't look like the team that was playing on the second night of a back-to-back. Now, the night before, they did get blown out, and a lot of their key players didn't play a ton of minutes. But Early on, they were hot. They were hitting threes. I think they hit you know three of their first four, uh, and they were hot from three early. They built a 12-point early lead, and the Blazers chipped back away, eventually took the second-half lead. San Antonio made it close. Uh, they would take a, a lead late, but it was really a couple of key defensive plays that ended up being the difference for the Blazers. It was the block from Damian Lillard on Kata Bates-Diop, and then he secures the ball, gets fouled, and he walks into the front row of the crowd and the baseline flexes. And you don't see Damian Lillard often on a defensive play have that kind of emotion. And he talked about it after the game, and he said, look, people don't talk about my defense. So they, they discredit my defense, and you have a, you know, I've got a lot of weight on my shoulders when you're the leader of a team. But now he, he wants to show people he can defend. And this year he has been a different defender, especially in post-up situations. He's been you know, defending bigger players in post-up spots, sometimes when there's no help defense, and he has he's been successful. Um, so there's just a, a different buy-in on the defensive end. The other big defensive play was the turnover that Josh Hart caused late when it was, I think it was 113-110. Yeah, and, and Josh Hart forces the turnover and then takes it you know, the rest of the way untouched for the two-hand dunk, and now it's 115-110. The Spurs wouldn't score again. Uh, Ant added a couple of free throws, and the Blazers win the game 117-110. But in a one-possession game late, it was two big defensive plays that won the game for the Blazers. And there are a lot of things that are different about this team, but that's one of the biggest keys. One of the biggest differences is that the defense down the stretch is going to make plays, and they have. And our guest, Trendon Watford, is going to join us here in a couple of minutes. He's been a big part of that on both ends of the floor. And you look at what the Blazers have done in those key spots, it it feels strange if they don't win a close game now. And I said that to Michael Holton on the broadcast in, in Dallas, that we're now used to them winning those types of games and finding a way to pull those wins out, that whether they're down 17 to Memphis or down 16 to the Dallas Mavericks, they're going to find a way. Each of those games, they tied it. Dallas, they took that late lead, couldn't hold it out, but uh, they found ways to come back in both of those games. Really, the, the only game this year that they haven't been able to do that was the second night of the back-to-back in Phoenix without Dame, without Ant, and the, the game just never really had any flow. But really, it's been every player, every night, regardless of who is available. And that brings us to our guest tonight. All right, Trenton Watford joining us now here in the Section 113 podcast. Trenton, man, thanks so much for the time. You've really gotten some good run in the last few games after you know, missing some time with an injury. Just you know, how long did it take you to, to feel comfortable like you were back to being 100%? Uh, I would say like the first few games, uh, just trying to get back in the game mode and 
get back adjusted to the to the speed of the game and the physicality of the game. And um, yeah, it took me a few games to get comfortable, and I still feel like you know I still got a little ways to go. And um, just just trying to take it game by game. One of the things that that we saw from you last year, and it was it was great that you got the opportunity that you did late in the season because now stepping in, like you've got way more experience than you know someone who's coming into the league the way that you did would normally have. But you've always seemed confident. Like you don't back down from anybody. And I saw like a bunch of veteran bigs around the league last year were, you know, really giving you credit. Like, all right, th- this guy he belongs here. What's that mentality been like for you? And, and to get that kind of, um, you know, affirmation from other guys around the league who have been here for a long time. And it's good, but you know, I've just always been like that. I've always been a confident player, and um, you know, I've just always been a player that just believed in, believed in myself, and believed in the work that I put in. I just go out and perform, and at the end of the day, it's basketball. So last year, man, I was just ready. Just wanted to take advantage of the opportunity that I was given. And, um, you know, whether it was 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 5 minutes, 2 minutes, or whatever it was, yeah. I just wanted to take advantage of it and uh, be confident and be myself. And um, I think Chauncey, Chauncey allowed me to do that, and, and you know, I was able to thrive. And, um, you know, just being confident within myself and just trusting all the hours that I put in. Obviously, last year, the way that things were going with wins and losses and how the game went, totally different than now. You guys are sitting at 10-4 and top the Western Conference, but now playing in games that, that have a little bit more on the line, that, that now it feels like you're actually playing for something and this team has is, is really come together. Just Is it different being out there in those kinds of situations where it feels like there's more on the line? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, definitely different than last year. Um but it is basketball, and uh, you know we, we 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 all of us on the team want to win, and uh, you know we're going to do whatever it needs whatever it needs to be done to win, and uh, you know I think that's what that's what we've been doing, and that's what we're going to continue to do, and uh, you know whether whoever whoever we're playing, we just try to treat them the same, and just try to just try to just try to play like just try to play like we've been playing, and uh, be who we are. So, yeah. You know, coaches talked a lot about connectivity, and that's a word that we've heard a lot about. It's like the theme of this team. So considering. You know, so many new guys are on this team, and even guys who came in, you know, halfway through the year or last year via trades and stuff didn't play with Dame or Ant for very long or uh, Nurk. You know, how have you guys been able to do that so quickly considering there, there's so much new stuff and new guys with this team? Uh, you know, first, I think, I think Santa Barbara helped a lot when we went to training camp. It was just – it just allowed all of us to – to connect with each other and get to really know each other, and um, you know, I think that I think that was definitely that definitely led to just how connected how connected we are as far as a team and how some guys are just all together. I mean, we 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 we're pretty much all around each other every every road trip and every away game. We're we're usually all around each other just doing stuff together. So, you know, I think I think it comes from that, and then just having like a lot of older guys that's you know that's that's that's, that's mixing in with young guys and young guys who are, who, who are close with older guys and stuff like that. So I definitely think that helped a lot. You know, defensively, you guys have been terrific. You know, top, what, six, seven in the league. Um, everybody seems to be putting in a, a different not, – not effort. That's not the, not the fair word to, to use. But everybody seems to be on the same page defensively, and it's working. What has been different defensively with this team? Uh, I, just, I, I would just say uh, we're probably we're, we're more physical, and we just got each other's back. Uh, you know, I think – you know what I'm saying? Nobody out there feels like they're on the island by themselves with their guard and, you know, star players or, or, or whatever it may be. Everybody got each other back. And, and we're just taking it personal on the defensive end. As, you know, last night, you could obviously see Dame. Dame was fired up when, when a guy tried to post him up or whatever. And, yeah. you know, that 
that, that's just how our defense is, and that's just you know that's just what we're trying to get towards to. And um, you know that was a big focus coming into the season. So yeah. Most of the close games you guys have played and you've won, you know, with the exception for the Dallas game and then you know Memphis, you had to come back from down 17, and that you know, takes a lot out of you. But down the stretch in a late game like you were yesterday, it it's almost strange if you don't win now, you know, 14 games into the season. So what, what's the confidence level like for this team and how have things changed in in close tight games late? Uh, I mean, our confidence is up, and everybody believes in, believes in themselves. You know, whether it's, whether it's somebody taking the last shot, whether it's somebody in the game, whether you know whatever 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 the coaches may be, whatever the coaches are doing, you know, all of us believe in ourselves. And you know, when it comes down to that late, when it comes down to late, man, we expect to win, and um, the, we just expect to win. Yeah. With Brooklyn coming in on on Thursday night, they've they've had some issues on the floor, off the floor, all over the place. You guys got to worry about yourselves, obviously, but. Don't know who's going to play, who's going to be available. They just got blown out by Sacramento the other night. Uh, when when you look at Brooklyn, obviously Kevin Durant is, you know, he's the guy you got to watch out for. What challenges do you see with Brooklyn? Uh, you know, obviously they have, you know, one of the best players in the world, Kevin Durant. And, you know, saying some good players around him, good shooters around him, like Joe Harris, uh, Seth Curry. But um, we know, you know, so we know it's gonna be a pretty good game, a very pretty, you know, packed game, and uh, we just got to come out and be ourselves, and that's our focus, man. Just come out, do what we do, and um, you know, let the chips fall where they fall. Just be, be physical, play how we play, play hard, and uh, you know, let the chips fall where they fall. This team just seems really fun to be around. Look, w- winning helps, right? It's a lot more fun when you win for for everybody, from broadcasters to players to fans to everybody, but. You know, what we saw after the, the buzzer beating wins on the road trip with you guys coming together uh, you know, on the floor with Brooke and T-shirts are being made up and the fun you guys are having on the plane. Just what's it like to be a part of this team where everybody's just, you know, having a good time? And it's special. It's special. You know, um, just just having, like I said, I mean, having a lot of young guys who are energetic and, you know, sometimes sometimes maybe on different teams you might have older guys who, are, you know, who don't get along with the young guys. But all of us get along, man. We all mixing in together and uh, – you know, we're just having fun, and I think that's definitely leading to some of these wins. And you know, what I'm saying some, like you said, the post-game interviews and having fun on the plane or whatever, whatever you know, whatever it may be, man. We're all together, we all connect, and we all happy for each other. We all, you know, we all want to see each other eat, and I think that just says a lot about us. Trenton Watford, you with us on the Section 113 podcast. Trenton, thanks so much for the time, man. Uh, best of luck on the rest of this homestand, and we'll see you on Thursday night. Man, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right, big thanks to Trendon Watford for joining us here on the Section 113 podcast. It's the Blazers and the Brooklyn Nets, Thursday night, 7 o'clock. You can hear the game on our flagship station, 620 AM, Rip City Radio across the Portland area, and, of course, all across the Trailblazers radio network. Michael Holton and I will have the call. Coverage starts at 6, as Mike Lynch will have pregame for you. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next time on the Section 113 podcast.